welcome to the MetPro Method podcast. I am your host, Crystal O'Keefe. And this week, I am joined by two coaches. We have Coach Ryan Padilla, and we have Director of Coaching, Megan Omley. Thank you both so much for being here today. Yeah, Yeah, excited to be here. I'm excited to have you both here. Full disclosure to our listeners, we were chatting about December and we were talking as coaches about how difficult it can be for not only ourselves, but everyone we work with. So we decided to put together an episode about navigating the entire month of December and all of the things. (laughs) (laughs) And that can look very different depending on what kind of family you have, what kind of holidays you celebrate. So we thought we would just kind of start by talking through what are some challenges you guys are hearing from the clients that you're working with right now? I love that question. I'll kick us off here. It's a funny month for people, right? It's kind of sandwiched in after Thanksgiving, before New Year's, and there's just a lot that goes on. There's a lot of craziness. There's a lot of end of year work stress. There's a lot of holiday stress. There's a lot to do for your family. And so a lot of times we as individuals can kind of get left in the dust. Um, or we just decide to throw on the towel on us during the month of December too, right? Yeah. So it's a busy time for sure. I feel like for everyone. Agree. I feel like something that I keep hearing from people is how do I not only navigate food, but navigate like I have to keep my entire family fed. I have to keep me fed. And sometimes those things don't look the same. Sometimes feeding your family isn't exactly the same food as what you're getting. So do you guys have any thoughts on how people could approach that? Go for it, Ryan. Yeah, that's a really good one. That's very common, especially this time of year when there are so many obligations and it's hard enough to cook for yourself and your family whenever you're adhering to a plan, even when there's nothing going on. And so this time of year when there's different events and then hosting and whatnot, it's obviously even more challenging. And you know what I try to talk about clients with is is this routine that everybody's worked so hard on building with the meal prep and really the important things like our proteins and our vegetables, for example. We've worked hard to really build this foundation that can help sustain us when things are really crazy. And so keeping those core macronutrients where the family can possibly share and then doing sides and whatnot for maybe the picky kids or smaller social event, it becomes a little bit easier that way. Or the picky adults in my house. Just saying. <laughs> hey, those happen too. It's okay. Don't give Tom a hard time. <laughs> I always give Tom a hard time. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. Yeah, December, gosh, right? It's just a month. And it's supposed to be a time where we slow down and enjoy our loved ones. And that's hard. Yeah, that's it's hard. And so how do you navigate and stay on plan? Well, I think you tell yourself okay, I'm going to do this. And then you make that commitment to yourself, but you might have to reset your expectations during this time. And the one thing I always, it's an old saying we have here in MedPro, but I love it still. It's lose the battle, but win the war, right? Like the next month does not have to dictate where you are come March 
But if you give up because you lose the month of December to yourself and you just give up, you then you've lost the war. But if you can just get yourself to a place of being kind and gentle to yourself, number one, and saying, okay, this is, this is realistic for me right now. It's four short weeks, right? And then jumping back on the bandwagon and in January. And then just to even make that smaller, that's just day to day too, you know? So what? You have happy hour tomorrow afternoon and then you have dinner at your in-laws on Thursday and then you're doing a girl's night on Friday and kids parade is on Saturday, right? That's what this time of year looks yeah. like. I'm getting and stressed. So, yeah. What were you going to say, Crystal? I'm getting stressed listening to that. Right? <laughs> right? Schedule. Right? Am I saying my own schedule? Huh? Okay, yeah, maybe so. Just kidding. Right? But recognizing okay, everything I listed there is going to have like one thing really probably off plan realistically because I'm sorry, but I'm not going to go to happy hour and not have a drink. But maybe I'm going to choose something that can be more Metro approved. Or maybe I decide this is the one happy hour of December that I really need to just throw caution to the wind. And so I've decided that ahead of time though, right? And I'm not going to dinner with my in-laws without a drink. So the next night I got to plan ahead, right? So planning ahead, recognizing, and then your battle shifts a little bit. You've got a game plan, but you know, hey, the rest of my day, breakfast should be unaffected by this. So don't get up and just not eat, right? right. Don't get up and just not pack your snacks to throw them in the car with you or better yet you should have a snack pack in your car oh. so that you're not thinking through it day to day you know so just think of it that way it doesn't have to be a month where you just throw in the towel yourself for the next three or four months because i feel like it can get like that oh it can and and for me it has i have had times where i just whatever it's just the second the holiday pops in and then it's caution to the wind the entire time not one <laughs> not one event they're all the events but you said something there I found very interesting you said I'm going to decide that ahead of time I'm going to decide this is the happy hour that I want to really enjoy why is that so important to decide ahead of time because then you go in feeling like you have a game plan and if you leave sticking to that game plan feel accomplished maybe it's not 100 percent net pro maybe it's not 100 percent you know what you would do in october but you had a game plan going in and you stuck to that so that's a win-win you know i just think thinking through you know looking at the week and saying okay like here we are we have something every day and knowing that and where you're going to put your emphasis on what you know what's going to be more important that you participate in food and drink wise right and knowing that ahead of time can just help you feel more successful right which i think is big because that's going to help you you know any sort of small goal like that can help propel you into making the next one which is getting back on track with breakfast yes in that scenario when it comes to just the month of December or any stressful time. I guess this could happen really any time of year. Um, sure. What kind of balance should we strike? Like, is there a percentage that you guys might recommend? The goal is not to be 100% perfect at any time, right? But but also probably not only 20%. So where's, what's a good balance? <laughs> I love that. <laughs> right? Probably not 20%. That's great. I think you have to then, I think you then, 
Ryan, I'll let you speak to this in a second because I know you've got amazing ideas too, but I think you have to think back to, okay, what's your goal during this time, right? And if your goal is still to progress and to lose weight, then yeah, you're going to have to be aggressive, but you're going to be making some hard calls because you're not going to be able to be, you know, 20% off plan, right? Probably if if that's your goal, or maybe you have a performance goal and your race is, you know, December 23rd, well, guess what? You're going to have a different set, right? So it really depends on what's the game plan there. But, you know, looking at December, being realistic with yourself and just saying, okay, you know, am I at a place in life where instead of quitting, right? Whenever I'm on my bike and I'm thinking, okay, I can't do this next interval, right? You're just thinking, okay, don't just don't stop. Even if you can't keep up, just don't stop. So don't throw in the towel, don't stop, but let's get realistic. So that's a really long way to answer that question, but it's different for every person, right? Based on what's going on and what your goal is through the month, right? What do you think? Yeah. So I think the question before this and this one sort of connected for me, and I look at it from even like a sports analogy. If we look at like a football game, we've got four quarters. We can all, even if we don't understand the sport that much, we can know that you know a competitive game isn't won or lost in one quarter. Choosing choosing your battles are important, but just because I had a bad second quarter does not mean I still can't win this game. And so, here when Crystal asked the question about percentages, well. If I think just a perspective shift of, you know, don't let one decision, one failure, one, one meal, you know, get in the way of what's next for you. Um, mm-hmm. and, and don't let it affect the decisions of, of the next day. Because if, if we break this down in, into small decisions rather than looking at it, even from the perspective of December, which is incredibly daunting, but what are the decisions I have to make today? Um, and, and what do I need to be successful today? Or yeah, I'm going to know that on Friday night, the family is getting together. And it is an intentional celebration. Okay, and that's great. Well, I still have, you know, four meals today where I can do wonderful. And so I'm going to do that. Yeah, exactly. Those are good points. Like you said earlier, everybody's December looks very different. If if you're a person who has social obligations or I say obligations like it's a bad thing, but like if you're going to a party every weekend, that might look like a different goal than somebody who maybe the only time they're celebrating is the 23rd, 24th, 25th of December. And so that might be that might look very different. Do you guys have any thoughts on Let's say a person is not working with a concierge coach. Let's say they're using their basic app. How can they think about the roadmap of the month and make those decisions based on what their month looks like? Yeah, I love that. Be true on your report in the app. Don't mark off meals that don't follow to plan. Don't forget to log your alcohol points. Don't forget to log your extra food points, right? That's going to be important for that algorithm to be able to make the next recommendation, not only at the correct time, but the correct recommendation, right? If you are just feeding it fake news, (laughs) right? You're not like, it's not going to give you what is best for you next. Um, So being, just being mindful of, you know, making sure what you were putting in there it's only as good as the data you give it right 
that goes, I mean, that goes for your coach too. <laughs> yeah. You can't make decisions. I was with, just, with, I was just thinking like, about oh. the, the chocolate chips I had and I was like, oh, I guess, guess you got to put those in. You can't Wait, be like, you there, my friends. <laughs> They're there whether you reported them or not. Yeah, well, right. But how does that help us? Or how does that help your basic app know what to do if you're not telling us, right? It's not helpful. Um, And I think there's a certain portion of, you know, level setting with yourself too, being realistic in your expectations with yourself. Okay, yeah. But I want to lose weight. We all hear that every day, right? Or I want to run faster. Yes. Okay. Well, the month of December so far is not going the way you want it to. And so you need to remind yourself, hey, I need to take this extra pressure off myself and maybe allow this month to look a little different than I initially wanted, but I'm not giving up and not slide backwards. What do you think, Ryan? Yeah, I started thinking about, and I'll just, I'll use my own experience, sort of a mindset that I carry with me during these times. I would say I'm maybe more disciplined than your average person, but there was a time when I wasn't. And so having that perspective, what I try to do is the times when I know that, you know, food's going to be different is we're going to have a good time, whatever. I tend to relish days and the workouts leading up to that, not to reward myself. That's never the goal, but it's like, it seems like the effort you're putting in is fun and I'm executing my meal plan and it's looking forward to something like a holiday gathering or a, a nice meal it sort of has that endorphin to where the execution that I put leading up to that, it seems to be that much sweeter. And so that's just my personal experience that where it keeps me on track, it keeps me working hard. You know, there will be, there will be a January one, there will be a February one and how I feel at that time matters and the effort that I put in now, it's going to matter then too. I think both of you said really important things and I feel like it speaks to the psychology behind losing weight. And it's not just as simple as follow directions, whether it be from the app or your coach or just goals that you put out there, because you might have the best of intentions when you decide on December 1st, this is how December's going to go. But then things change and life throws curveballs that you cannot possibly expect. And sometimes those curveballs make us feel really crappy. <laughs> sometimes they make us feel stressed. Sometimes they make you feel ways that are unexpected. And something I personally have always struggled with is that my feelings always feel better whenever I eat them. Uh, I know one of the, I can't remember who one client put in there that their feelings tasted good. And I thought that was really funny because uh, I can I can relate to that. Um, and it's something I, I definitely still struggle with. As soon as the stress comes up, I feel the feeling of like need to eat, need to eat. And I also think that when you guys talk about pressure, and trying to take that pressure off while still holding yourself accountable. I hear a continuing thought process of that balance that it's not just a balance of the foods you eat. It's also a balance of how you treat yourself. And that can be really tough. I mean, I am a type A personality, self-described. I will push, push, push. It's all or nothing for me. It's like Mm. you describe, okay, those other four meals can still be good. 
And I know that. I know that logically. But there are days. I already messed up yes. one. Forget it. Forget it. It's all ruined. <laughs> I think the type A thing resonates with all three of us on this call. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, that's good, Crystal, for sure. Yeah, for sure. And just giving yourself some grace. You know, sometimes we have to find it for ourselves and just know, okay, I'm not giving up. I'm not giving up. Right? Yeah. I think it's good to hear conversations like this and remind yourself of that because I don't know about you guys, but if you are a self-prescribed type A, you might relate to telling yourself some negative things when you're beating yourself up, being hard on yourself. So it's good to hear those voices say, hey, give yourself some grace. I am great at giving other people grace. I am terrible at giving myself grace. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. I was talking with a gal two or three days ago. And she said, you know, I know what my problem is. And I was like, okay. She's like, I just need to get to bed earlier. And then I could get up and work out. I was like, okay. She's like, I just need to drop everything that I'm doing, leave it alone, undone, what have you, and just go to bed. And I said, you sound like somebody who that's going to be hard to do. So don't think of having to do that seven nights a week. Because that about sounds doing miserable. That three or four times a week where you just drop it, walk away and go to bed on time so you can get up and get that workout, right? So that all or nothing mentality can be so wonderful, but so detrimental, especially in a month like December where there's just so much extra than normal. And so allowing yourself, yeah, okay. That one thing didn't go the way I wanted it to, right? Pivot. Yeah. Yeah. I think the all or nothing mindset is something I've been in this industry for quite a while. And I think that's one thing that with clients I see most consistently is, and they even tell me just right out, like I, I'm a person that is all in or all out. And in some things that might be seen as a positive, but I think with a health perspective, it's, it's really not a great thing, but we all battle it, I think in different seasons of our life, but really ultimately what it comes down to is understanding that, if you're expecting perfection from yourself, you're going to continue to run through the cycle that you've always run through. And that's attempting and failing and attempting again and failing again. And so as a coach, my priority is always to help people understand, like, you may have approached it this way, but let's work together because I would love for you not to have this mindset any longer. And let's really focus on consistency. Consistency is what changes your life. Consistency is not only what gets us to our goals, but consistency is what maintains our goals and so if if we we don't expect perfection expect consistency and december Mm -hmm. is a a great month to expect consistency over perfection because it is it has to be impossible uh, on any given month but especially in december and so expect consistency from yourself i love that i do too don't star in the same movie as the same person in January this year, it's yeah. a different role, <laughs> right? I always say that when people are like, yeah, I always sort of die in January and then, you know, I drop weight. And then by the time I get to the end of the year, I'm like, well, let's change that. Don't be, don't play the same role. Well, right. I think that's a great point too, that maybe the goal doesn't have to be, I'm losing weight in December. Maybe the goal is I am just not gaining weight in December. Like for me, that's a win. Me personally, that's a win to just stay right there. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, no, absolutely. And I think that's a big thing. Like you have to sit yourself down at the beginning of the month and just what's realistic, but I'm not giving up on me, right? I love that. I'm not giving up on me. That's powerful. Yeah. 
So, so Ryan, you said you've been doing this for a long time. What's something that you've seen happen over and over again every year that like around this time that you feel yeah. like if only you could, if only you could get people to tell them ahead of time. Yeah. Um, I think the self-awareness to know like when you're justifying some of your habits, because I think I, a lot of the times I'll hear like a long weekend coming up and where you have a couple obligations at a holiday party. It's like, well, Monday will be my opportunity. And so in different times of the year, that's, you know, used in so many different ways, but December would be a month where it's, well, January, I'll, I'll wait till January. And I think that ties into the all or nothing mindset. Either we feel like we need to be all into December or we're all out. And so a piece of advice would just be the time is going to pass anyways. Either you can feel, you know, like you're in a good position to become January or we can feel like we usually do. And, you know, we're upset and disappointed and we step into something with probably not that much energy to do because we don't feel great mm -hmm, about right. it. Yeah. And yeah. so start ahead of the game. And it's easier than you would think. Obviously, making transitions in your life and making transformations, it's not easy. But as far as being more consistent with your habits, the time is going to pass anyways. And, and it is going to be, especially with your coach or with advocates around you or an accountability partner, it's going to be easier than you think to just, you know, set some guidelines and be consistent in them. I think yeah, that's, absolutely. that's great. Megan, when you think about the different challenges within December and you think about as we approach the holidays, what kind of goals are realistic to set? If it's not all or nothing, if it's not have all the meals, whatever I want to eat, then what can we think about as small wins that we can congratulate ourselves for? I'm going to give the classic Met Pro answer. It depends. It depends. <laughs> you got it. Right? Because like I said, you know, if you're somebody who you've got a race and it's Christmas weekend or it's, you know, the weekend right after Christmas, then you have to do things a little bit differently. Right. My favorite thing, and I've said this, but my favorite thing is just to set realistic expectations. Talk with your coach. If you're working with our concierge coaches, let them know, like, here's what's coming this month. I can't see my way through this. So can you talk me through it? <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. And let your coach know paint that picture so that they can truly get you into a place that is best for you at this time. Um, so I would say that, and then just be honest, be honest and realistic with yourself and try not to do something that is going to put more stress on you during this season, but don't give up on yourself either. That's not a good option. That doesn't answer but it depends. It, no, that, that <laughs> makes sense. That makes sense. I guess I'm thinking of the person who's just, their main goal is to lose weight. Their main goal yeah. is not to run a race. Their main goal is just to survive the holiday season and lose weight. They're trying to lose weight. But I guess you already talked about that a little bit. No, it's good. It's good though, right? Chunk out your weeks. Chunk out your day. Look day by day, right? Try to win where you can. Yeah. Are there um, are there certain foods we should be avoiding? Are there certain things we should be avoiding? So I was thinking about December, right? And it's kind of a lot like when summer months hit, we get more social, right? Like the whole thing. December is kind of a month like that, but it's like dark and cold. So it's not <laughs> like we're taking vegetables to a barbecue, right? We're bringing like, well, 
some people are bringing like casseroles to his home. And we have a joke about casseroles in our house. I've always lived on a coast. And so I don't really understand casseroles. They're not really something I ever grew up even eating. So casseroles, I use casseroles a lot in my vernacular. I'm like, I don't even really know what a casserole is, frankly. You are missing out, my friend. (laughs) I know. I'm sure I am. I am sure I am. But so think about just individual dishes, right? When you go and you scoop that casserole, I'd imagine there might be meat in there. There might be like a cream of chicken soup in there to like make it exciting or i don't know but i always think about where are your vegetables just take a green bean with maybe some great like spices on it that make it delicious and warm you can put nutmeg on that kind of stuff right make it really feel like something holiday but it doesn't have to be something that's calorie laden so if you are taking something to a party i think in that genre or or a protein right Mm -hmm. Uh, that's really easy to keep clean as well or roasted sweet potatoes with nutmeg and cinnamon on Mm. them or you know that kind of a thing what it do doesn't do have think, to be loaded with yeah. uh, marshmallows. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> I mean, it certainly could. But it's on a different dish. It does. Um, <laughs> I think if a client asks me that, I would try to give them guidelines, but also give you freedom. Because I think a lot of clients, what we'll do in December is get in trouble by restricting more. Like mm-hmm. you go into this situation and you feel like, well, I can't have that. I can't have that. I shouldn't, I shouldn't not either. I can't, or I shouldn't. And so what I would recommend is you've been doing this as a client, you know what to look for. And so let's look at our proteins. Let's look at our vegetables and let's make sure we get those in because we've learned how well those are going to make us feel and perform and as well as help our metabolism. And then like we have those we're being hydrated. We've had our other meals of the day. And if you legitimately are wanting other things, once we've consumed those, then like, Okay. At least then you're in a better position where you're not going to overeat on all sides as soon as you walk in. I like that. So that would kind of be more. I'll of a bring the right dish, but somebody's yeah. going to bring the wrong dish. Yeah. And I want yeah. some of that wrong dish too, though. Sure. <laughs> I like to have I like to have little rules I do for myself. Like I'm going to have a dessert and I'm going to enjoy it first of all, mm-hmm. but also I'm going to make sure that I pair it with protein. And I'm going to make sure that I have it at the same time as I have my actual meal so that I don't go too overboard because I was at an event this week and there were lots of sweets and people had it was comfort food central. okay, Uh, including fried chicken. Yes, it was very much comfort food. And and so one of my aunts went straight for the cookie table and she brought me back a cookie and they hadn't started serving the food yet. It was just the desserts out. And I was like, I'm waiting. And she was like, why are you waiting? And I was like, well, because if I start with a cookie, I'm going to end with a cookie. I'm not eating anything else. So I waited until the food was served and then I had the cookie and I enjoyed the cookie. But I think that it's for me important to do that so that I can keep my perspective and keep like, it's okay to have the cookie. But if I don't have the good stuff with it, then I'm not going to make good choices. Totally. Great example. What else should we make sure people know to think about? Like uh, we've talked about that people need to give themselves some grace. They need to plan out their December. They need to think about ahead of time about the events that are coming up and plan. What are we missing? What have we not told people? 
Well, we haven't talked about alcohol yet. Ah, that's a biggie. <laughs> yes. I kind of mentioned it, right? <laughs> but alcohol gets tricky this time of year, too. Like I said, it's more indoors, happy hours, that kind of a thing. You've got a lot of family members over. Alcohol might be taking place. So alcohol can be something that's tricky as well. So if you are working with a coach, you know, talk through, hey, what are my good, better and best options, right? So you can understand, you know, what might be least impactful and then choose those events that you want to be most impactful, (laughs) so to speak. And if you have one of those each week, well, then you have one of those each week. But make sure you understand how to navigate good, better and best alcohol, I think is important. So, yeah. What do you think, Ryan? Yeah, I, mean, I do agree completely with the alcohol choices. It's having that conversation with nine out of 10 clients. And so I think it is important to go in having, again, some sort of game plan. And the good, better, best approach with alcohol really is a very mindful approach. And so I think that term mindfulness is another thing that clients could lean on a lot. And I think it really, it's cliche, but it really is true. And I think if you really try to focus, I mean, this whole thing has been about lifestyle and food. If we try to take some time to enjoy the people we're around and regardless of what we're eating, we're eating on plant food or we're eating off plant food, like enjoying the food for what it is and being mindful, being present in the moment and not doing things mindlessly because that's when things can be difficult. I think a lot of clients, I think all of us have had experience with mindless eating and it gets away quickly. So being mindful and being present in the moment with whatever you're doing, whoever you're seeing, it allows you to make some better decisions as well with food. So I think that's a good point to consider. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Love it. I do too. I think that those are all some really great tips. And I will also say, I think that when you think about your whole month and you think about all the things coming up, you also should maybe think about how your family is going to interact with those things and be prepared for that too. Or your friends, like if you're hanging out with your friends too. I know I have had the experience where sometimes people will say things that they mean well-intentioned, like, why are you eating that? And why aren't you having as many beers as I'm having? And they're used to- I almost said ham and beans. (laughs) (laughs) I gotta check out an earlier podcast for that one, but it's just like- Ham and beans. <laughs> Which is great. <laughs> it's yes. very good. Very country. Uh, I love it. But yeah, it's like I, I've come into that before. And I know we've talked about peer pressure and we've talked about that before on this podcast. And I think that it's also important. I don't know about you guys, but sometimes I can be a little, a little triggered by my family. <laughs> sometimes they can really stress me out. Sure. Yeah, sure. Sure. I think that's a common thing for yeah. a lot of people. Absolutely. Yeah. I think yeah. in recognizing that yeah. I think prior, right? Yeah. I've had that conversation a lot now this time of year. And I think people will open up. And I think if we're honest with each other, I think some, some struggle with feeling like they have to do something um, mm-hmm. or they have to do this because my mother-in-law made it or they, I get questions, I get rude comments or maybe someone's not trying to be rude, but it does hurt your feelings. It offends you. Mm-hmm. And I think re- remembering that, you know, your life, your journey is just that it's your life. It's your journey. And, you know, you started this journey to make changes and you deserve it. 
in other people's perspective, it only matters so much. And you should never feel like you have to do something you don't want to do, especially when it comes to social things and food. And so remember what you're doing, the why behind you are doing what you're doing. And if you're afraid of hurting somebody's feelings, you know, five minutes will pass and, and, and everybody's moving on with their lives anyway. So do what matters to you this time of year, for sure. That's great advice. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right. Last call. Any other tips? Good stuff. No. <laughs> don't give up. Just don't give up. You got this. You got this. That's right. Well, Megan, Ryan, thank you both so much for your time today. I really appreciate it. I appreciate the conversation. I think it's put me in the right headspace for (laughs) the coming month of December. I need it. If anybody out there wants to hear other episodes from the MetPro Method, you can find them anywhere that you get podcasts. You can also learn more about MetPro at MetPro.co. And that's all for this week. I'll be back next week. Until then, remember, consistency is key.